longing to impact the lives of others, but you don't know where to start? Are you dreaming about what it would be like to use your God-given talents to serve the world around you? Find out more today as Sue Ayler shares her faith journey with us. Hello and welcome to Love and Encouragement to Live By. I'm Tammy Thompson, a Christian author under the pen name of T.S. Thompson. And I'm Joe Heather Dodson, founder of Your Christian Coach. Thanks for joining in today for your weekly dose of love and encouragement as we talk with Sue and learn more from her story to inspire your deeper Christian living. Well, I got to tell you guys, I am so excited to introduce Sue, my sister in Christ. I have known Sue Ayler all my life because she's my mom's childhood and forever friend. Um, she's coming to us today from Charlotte, North Carolina, where she lives with her husband, Craven. And I think it's so sweet. They just celebrated 55 years of marriage. What a gift, what a gift. Uh, she's surrounded in her life by her three adult children and their families. And that includes eight grandchildren and one great grandbaby. Those were always fun. Um, she serves the Lord actively by participating in the quilt ministry at her church. And she's here today to talk with us about being led by the Lord to serve others through her unique talents. Sue, it's so good to have you here today. Thank you, Joe Heather. And, and Tammy, thank you for having me today. And um, our, our quilt ministry was started at our church in October of 2013. Uh, we have a group of 10 to 15 ladies that meet once a month in our fellowship hall at our church until about 2 o'clock in the afternoon to make quilts. Wow, that's um, that's amazing. Yeah, and I, I'm just, I'm really delighted that you're going to be um, part of the show today. But before we dive too much into it, I just want to let our listeners know how they can find us. So, um Depending on what platform that you're listening to, make sure to like, share, follow, and subscribe to not miss any future episodes. But the most important thing you can do is to share this podcast with your family, friends, or those who are in need of love and encouragement. And on our website on Wednesdays, we feature early access to both video and audio at loveandencouragement.com. And if it's too much to go to our website, then just go once and sign up on our email list and we'll email you the podcast every Wednesday. So I'm going to turn it back to you, Joe Heather. Awesome. Well, Sue, so you were talking to us about you've got, you know, 10 to 15 people who show up regularly. I mean, that is a really good size group when I think mm -hmm. about my ability to sew. I go, huh, how many people <laughs> do I know that know how to make a quilt? Though I do know a few, um, including you. But I am just super curious. Um, you know, I I guess I wouldn't have thought of quilts and ministry together in my past. Obviously, I do that now because I know you. But tell us, how did the ministry get started? Well, about, well, I, I guess it was between, before 2013. I was visiting my sister in Texas, and she had joined a church that had a quilt ministry. And she was sewing, hand sewing the binding on a quilt one day that I was there, and so we were talking about the ministry, and I said, oh, that sounds so neat, me being a quilter. I said, I would love to have that at our church, mine and her home church. But I said, but I don't want to be in charge. So <laughs> got home, and I just sort of let it, the thought lay in my mind for a while. Mm -hmm. 
And one day I was looking at a quilting magazine and the magazine just slipped out of my hands onto my lap and it opened up to an article that said that it was entitled um, Quilts for Kids. And so it was about a nationwide organization uh, that made quilts for children that were facing illness, trauma, abuse, and natural disasters. And so I kept reading and uh, there was actually some simple patterns in this article also. So um, I just sat there reading it and it was just like God tapped me on the shoulder. And he said, Sue, this, this is your quilt ministry. And I've even provided the patterns for you. And wow. so <laughs> wow. I, I thought, well, you know, I think I really do need to see if I can get this started. So I made a few um, sample quilts and I took it to the, uh, the ruling body of our Presbyterian church is our session. And we have to get things approved through the session and able to do it at the church. So I, I took the sample quilts and, and presented them. And of course, they said, yes, you know, go ahead. So um, then I went to our four lady circles in the church and presented my idea, showed them the quilts. Then I wrote an article in our church newsletter, um, you know, requesting volunteers and so forth. And my main thing in that was that you don't need to know how to sew to join this ministry. So, Joe Heather, you don't need to know how to sew. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> so, um, anyway, um, then we had an organizational meeting, and the next week we started our ministry. But all of a sudden, we started getting donations of fabric of sewing machines, of supplies, and monetary donations of money to Mm -hmm. support this ministry. And all of that was just a God-given thing. You know, I knew God was leading this. So we, um, well, before that even, I called two of my friends. One was an older lady, excuse me, that was an avid quilter. And I said, uh, Virginia, this is what I'm thinking about. Would you help me? And she said, of course I would. And I called my other friend, and she barely knew how to sew. And I said, Doris, would you help me? She said, I don't know how to make a quilt. She said, I've never made one. I can barely sew a straight seam. I said, if you'll agree to help me, I'll teach you how to sew or make a quilt. So we got it started. We gave out our first quilt in November to a young man that had a brain tumor. And so that's what started it. Mm. Wow. That is so inspiring. I mean, just well, a couple of things that came to my mind is how God really when he dropped it on your lap. I mean, he tapped yeah. you on the shoulder. <laughs> I mean, he, 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 and, and, but you know, you <clears throat> stepped out. You stepped out in faith. You could have still said, I'm not equipped. I don't really know anybody in the church who quilts besides me. There's not enough helpers. I don't think I have the time. You could have made a ton of mm-hmm. excuses, but you didn't. You actually were very active for the Lord. You went out and you sought people. You, you put it in the newsletter. You did all these different things. And then look how the God's applied. Mm-hmm. Setting sewing machines. Yes. Setting fabric. Setting money. He's like, yay, Sue, here <laughs> you go. I'm going to help you. You're not as alone. I'm for this ministry. Yeah. That's amazing. And then and the other thing that struck me, was the purpose behind, you know, making these quilts, you know, 
be able to give something to somebody like the children or the person with the brain tumor, somebody, you know, that, that is, that is suffering and you're, and you're making something, you know, through your prayers and, and the goodness of your heart and the love. And I'm sure that the person that receives that is very, very touched by that, you know, cause they're needing hope. Yeah, right. And, that's and right. they're leading hope and, and you're given and a blanket is a form of like, I, it kind of comes to my mind as a comfort, you know, you wrap your yeah. children, your baby in a blanket, mm -hmm. you snuggle them. It's just something that provides warmth and comfort. It's like you're sharing God's love with them. And I've just, I'm just really blown away by that. So I'd really love to hear more and kind of about what you guys actually do at your meetings. Can okay. you share that with yeah. us, Sue? Um, one of our ladies that joined us, she said, I can't sew, but I can pray. And I said, we need you. So please come. And she did. So we start our meeting by her leading in a, us in a devotion. And then if we have any business, we talk about it. And then we take prayer requests, you know, from the community and members of our church and talk about that. And then we gather around our quilts. And to begin with, we just had a little round table that we put the little the quilts on. And we're talking about lap size quilts, not full bed quilts. But we put those quilts on the table and would stand around the table holding hands and say sentence prayers. And if everybody doesn't know what sentence prayers is, you can just say one word, one sentence, or whatever you want to say. And if you don't want to pray, you just, we have them um, squeeze the next person's hand and then it just keeps going. But our prayer, Pam, she's at the end. And she finishes up our prayer time. But she's been a real blessing to us by being our, our main pray person. So anyway, we do that. And then um, after we have our prayer time, we, um, but anyway, we're, we're praying over the quilts. And we're praying for past recipients of the quilts and those that we're going to give them to in the future. So we're actually praying over the quilts because we want these quilts when they put them over them to feel God's healing power and love. That's our main purpose for this particular ministry is um, healing. So, but, um, but then we separate into small groups. Some people can press the fabric, some cut it, some design the quilts, sort the fabric, there's so many things to do besides just sewing. So, and then the last part, sort of, of that day is sandwiching the quilts, which we put the, the quilt top, the batting, and the, um, the bottom of the quilt, and they pin them together. And then those of us that do sew, we'll take them, we usually take them home then and quilt them. But, um, so after everybody does their thing, we have a potluck meal together. And that is a wonderful time of fellowship for us. And not all of our members are members of our church. Some ladies have heard about the ministry and have asked to join. And so it's a wonderful time to get to really know them. So um, that's, that's how we, we do our meetings. We have two big closets that we keep all of our supplies in right there at the church. So mm -hmm. it's just a yeah. wonderful time of fellowship. Uh, I can just picture the room, Sue, and kind of see you guys gathering 
And, you know, I just love hearing about the sweet prayers that mm-hmm. your volunteers speak over the quilts because um, it makes me think of uh, at my boys in my church. There's a prayer shawl ministry that the ladies at my church have had. And when my sons joined our family, they made one for one boy and one for the other. One was red and one was blue. Mm-hmm. And the boys just loved getting those shawls. And you know, I explained to them they had been prayed over. Mm-hmm. They had been prayed over and that they could wrap themselves in prayers, you know, basically is what you're doing is That's you're wrapping right. yourself in, in a prayer. Yeah. And um, they keep the shawls on their beds. And like you said, they're smaller. They just keep them on their beds. And, you know, and I'll, I'll periodically remind them, you know, the, the prayers that had covered them and, mm-hmm. and that people had, had cared enough to, to do that. And I'll, you know, because of the shawl ministry at my church, I've had the opportunity to be a prayer over the creations because we were joking. I'm not a seamstress or a knitter, Um, but it's been great to kind of circle up around those um, pieces of fabric, pieces of, 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 you know, knitting and, and different things. And just to do that simple act, like you said, Sue, of love for Mm -hmm. somebody you probably will never meet. That's right. Probably will never meet. And but just knowing that you're a part of sharing God's love out into the world is just such a such an amazing thing that you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with that, I'd actually like to share with our listeners um, that today's sponsor spotlight is about Sue's Mallard Creek Presbyterian Church Prayer Quilt Ministry. Um, you've heard the purpose of the ministry is not to make and distribute quilts, but it's to promote prayer through the use of quilts because the quilt symbolizes a statement of faith in God and in his power to comfort, strengthen, and heal. You heard Sue describe that. Since the first prayer quilt was delivered in 2013, the ministry has given out over 800 quilts and nearly 300 pillowcases in 19 U.S. states as well as Spain and Africa. And as their volunteers say, it's not about the quilt. It's all about the prayers. That's right. If you want to to support this important ministry or find out how you can start one in your community, you can contact Sue Ayler by emailing C-S-O-E-H-L-E-R at bellsouth.net. That's C-S-O-E-H-L-E-R at bellsouth.net. And I'll put that in the, in the show notes for those of you who didn't have a pen handy. Now, if you would like to sponsor a future episode of this podcast by featuring your favorite ministry effort, you are welcome to contact us at loveandencouragement.com. So back to you, Sue. You know, I so admire the work you and your volunteers do to make these quilts. And it, and when I was looking at the numbers, it just felt prolific to me. I was like, that's a lot of quilts. That's a lot of work. Um, and that they're all made with such love and care and, and those prayers. So, you know, one of the things we haven't talked about, I'm curious, how are the quilts distributed once they're made? Well, when we have a request, when someone requests the the uh, quilt, um, the quilt itself, along with a handmade card that one of our volunteers makes, is um, either personally delivered or mailed. And our quilts, like I said before, 
our ministry is um, more of a healing ministry and not a celebratory ministry, you know, not for birthdays or, mm-hmm. or graduations or things like that, because we do want the recipient to feel the, the love and healing power come over them when they put the quilt over them. Um, we also give quilts to the Children's Advocacy Center at one of our local hospitals. And the, the child is able to uh, pick a quilt and to hold on to it while they're um, interviewed, um, usually for suspected child abuse. Mm. So I can just imagine a child going to the closet, picking out a quilt and holding on to that during these tough questions that they're asked. Um, like you said, we've, we've also made telecases for the Children's Hospital and for some nursing facilities. And during the pandemic, we continued to make quilts at our individual homes since we couldn't get together as a group. And during that time, we also made some walker caddies for the the, um, nursing home walkers. And we made over 350 masks for nursing facilities and some of our church members. So we've stayed busy. We still haven't started getting back together yet, but... Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully by the fall we'll be able to get back together as a group. Oh yeah, wow, that's amazing. I mean, just amazing. All that stuff. you've branched out. I mean, God said mm-hmm. you're going to start with a quilt, mm-hmm. and look what you've done with it. I mean, you've just <laughs> taken and expanded it out. That's just truly. That's really taking God's gifts and talents to just say we're, we're going to do more because He's the God of abundance, right? Mm-hmm. And you're a, a walking thing of abundance. Like we're going to do more, the Lord. We're going to expand on this. This that You've given us this ability. Wow, that's just it's amazing, especially that you're able to reach from children to the elderly. I mean, you're 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 reaching so many different people at different phases of their lives and different needs. You know, from from the children who need that to the elderly. I mean, that are feeling alone and maybe, you know, discouraged or uh, in fear because some people are reaching you know, the end of their lives. They have sicknesses and just that whole healing thing that covers the, the whole purpose behind it. It's just a blessing. I know we talked about being able to wrap yourself in those living prayers. And, yeah. and that's just, it's, I mean, it is, it's the ministry. It's, it's important, yeah. especially because some of these people are alone. Nursing home people are alone. Yeah. And to feel like, you know, you have something that people spent time thinking about you that don't even know you. That means a lot to those people. I mean, more than you won't know till you go to heaven. So all these people can come to you and say, you made a quilt for me. <laughs> I was so lonely and I felt your love. And it's just going to be an amazing day in heaven. So, mm-hmm. and as we've talked about, you know, your God-given talents to serve the world around you. And I'm sure there's many people out there right now, you know, they want to serve, you know, they want to serve and see, they just don't know how they're like, how can I make a difference? I don't really have much that I can give. I don't feel significant, you know? And so, you know, what encouraging words do you have to share for our listeners today, for those people explicitly who, who are feeling like they want to serve, but they don't know how? Well, I I do want to say too, that this ministry has been most, uh, one of the most rewarding things I've ever done in my, in my church life. And, um, we just get wonderful thank you notes from people of how much the quilts have meant to them. And what really touches your heart is when you go to a funeral and the prayer quilt is over the casket and it just takes my breath away. It really mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. But um, the ministry uses so many talents of these ladies and they may not feel like it is a talent, but <clears throat> um there's a talent in sorting the fabrics and matching the colors and cutting the fabric, designing the quilts. 
And God has given us all a talent, uh, no matter how small it may seem. Uh, we all need to use these talents for his glory. That's right. So every one of us have a talent. We just need to share it. Mm. Amen. Amen. So, you know, and I, I just want to build on what Sue and Tammy have already said and encourage you, our listeners, talk with God about what talents he's given you and what talent you need to use more actively. And and I don't want you to think, hey, what I'm good at can't serve the Lord. Well, how do you know that? Talk to, you know, what does God say about your gifts and abilities? And so it makes me think of a quote that I shared in a a recent podcast episode by theologian and priest Martin Luther, who said, the work of the milkman is just as important to God as the work of the priest. (laughs) Your work is important. It makes an impact on the world. And so just like Sue is sharing her story with us today, you know, I have an example A friend of mine read The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren years ago, and after reading it, she felt confirmed by God that her gift of service was preparing food. Mm -hmm. She is so good at that. I mean, she brings meals to family who are facing trying times. She has traveled on mission trips around the world and made meals for the workers, um, during COVID, she organized a senior saints drive through luncheon at her church. Um, and it was such a gift during those days of, of real isolation. And, you know, it was the Lord that helped her see her talent and to live into it. I mean, he was the one who sh- shone the light. All you have to do is ask him about it. So, you know, it makes me think of 1 Peter 4.10 that says, As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another. And, of course, that brings me back uh, to the challenge question of the week that I have for our listeners. You've listened to Sue's story. How have you been inspired to serve others? And I love those questions she comes up with every week because it's true. This is you can think about this. You can mm-hmm. and you can take it to the Lord, too. You can ponder it. You can make a list and and search. And like like Sue was willing. She, you know, she saw the idea and she said, I'd like to do that. And God's like, OK. I'm going to set it up for you. <laughs> you, know? you just, you know, just have that willingness. And so I'm just, wow, I'm, I'm very blessed from this episode. And I know that there's going to be so many people through that are going to hear, you know, the words of encouragement that, that you've shared you, your testimony. It, you know, it's going to, people are going to say, oh, I have something I can do. And I never would have thought about it before. Had I not listened to this podcast and it's going to be a light bulb to many people and how they can serve the Lord. And so I just want to thank you for your encouraging words and, you know, and the way that you're encouraging others to be led to serve the Lord today. And so just, just thank you, Sue. Thank you for your time coming on. It was a blessing. Well, thank you for having me on and, and sharing this. Um, I just hope, and I am very willing, like Joe Heather said, if, you know, if anyone's interested in starting a, a, a prayer quote ministry at their church, I'll be more than happy to um, talk with them. Awesome, Sue. Well, on behalf of all of our listeners, we say thank you, Sue, for taking time to join us today to share your faith story and to leave us inspired for our journey. Just as a reminder, depending on what platform you're listening from, be sure to like, share, follow, and subscribe to not miss future episodes. If you want to be a sponsor of a future episode, contact us at loveandencouragement.com. 
Join us next time as we continue to offer you words of encouragement that remind you of God's awesome love.